Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, obviously, Ryan Teague, and you're listening to Escaping the Ordinary Podcast. As always, guys, if you enjoy this podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review and rating. You can head over to Apple Podcasts on your app on your smart or Apple phone, iPhone, and uh, leave a rating and review. It means the world to me to hear that you guys are listening. And uh, again, if you guys would love to hear from a special guest or anything like that, feel free to DM me on my personal page at Instagram or our business page at Feather and Finch Photography. Now, today's topic was from a request from a listener and pretty much the request says, hey, Ryan, absolutely love your work. Such an inspiration to what we do and how we want to become as photographers. But I'm just really struggling in how to get couples to look natural and feel comfortable whilst photographing. All of my photos seem posed and forced and I feel like couples aren't truly having a great experience. Now, this is such a dynamic question here, like how to get couples to look natural and feel comfortable. Obviously, there's so many variables to consider. I've kind of jotted down the ones that I really believe that emphasize and can kind of really help you get to a point of comfortability one, as a photographer, and two, with a subject in front of you. So I, I guess going straight into it, this is going to be a short podcast. I'm really enjoying these little short hit podcasts. Hopefully you get them all out on the way or your commute. But first off, number one, guys, I think it comes down to the way you handle the lead process. So let's say an inquiry comes through and it's an email and it's, do you have your pricing? And you send them your prices and they book you. And that is the only point of contact. Then you see them on the wedding day that's a pretty hard day to kind of feel comfortable, right? You're like, you're an outsider. They don't know who you are. It's fine if that's how you handle your business, but that can be a really a big thing when trying to get couples to feel comfortable in front of the camera. Like, I think there should be a personal point of contact. And when you get to that personal point of contact, whether that's you attend the rehearsal, you give them a phone call, you meet in person, like ask questions and shut up. When I first started, I was talking way too much. I know this is a podcast, obviously I talk a lot on this, but when I'm communicating with couples, especially straight off the bat, I'm really asking questions because I really want to get to know them, obviously to ensure that we are a good fit. Like that's a massive thing for us. We definitely don't photograph every inquiry, but I think the biggest thing is asking questions and having a personal point of contact initially. So that's number one. Next is have a touch point. And that reifies of what I just said. And touch point for us means, you know, how are you personally connecting to this couple, whether that's over a phone or in person or over an email, like have something specific that you do really well. And you'll find that like, we're human beings. We love interaction and that'll really transcend to the wedding day. So next is don't just be a photographer. Like couples understand that you can take a photo and that you deliver photos, but be more than a photographer. Like things that pop up to mind is many times when I've worked with video crews before and stuff like that, obviously I don't have the chance to work with other photographers at an actual wedding day. But when I work with other videographers, like they just walk in, not saying all, but at times, especially when we're starting out, and this is exactly what I used to do. I'd walk in with my camera literally like at the ready, like at my eye ready to take some photos. And 
how do you expect people to communicate when the camera is right in their face straight away? So don't just be a photographer, be a person, be someone that people can relate to. So the way I enter a scene is completely different. I don't walk in with cameras. I literally arrive 15 to 20 minutes early and that's just to have a conversation with everyone. Obviously to help me as well to figure out where light is, but honestly, like 60% of the time I'll be taking photos, other, you know, 40% of the time I'll just be interacting with people. And it helps you as well with your creative thinking. So don't just think you're there to take photos. You're also there to help people feel comfortable. And sometimes you got to drop that camera for that to come out. Now, one thing I did early on was always had music with me when I was doing portraits. Well, maybe not always, but for the last five, six years, had like a little boombox attached to my hip when we're doing sunset photos. I think it really like breaks up that silence. And, you know, you can see couples when there's no music. It's just the thinking in the head, shit, am I doing this right? What do I do with my hands? Should we talk about something? What are we having for dinner? Oh my gosh, did you see Auntie Jane this morning? The mind is racing. If you put music on and allow them to focus on the sound of the music or whatever that may be for you, you may find that they just ease up a little bit. Also, another thing that comes to mind is like, if you're listening to this and have not been photographed by a photographer with your partner, your wife, your husband, your kids, parents, whatever that may be, you need to do it. You can't expect to show people how to feel comfortable or know what it's like on the other side until you've been there and done it. So yeah, that that's a massive tip there. Now, next one is explaining the process. So like when we enter in the morning, as I mentioned, we don't enter with cameras. And a lot of times they actually don't even know who we are. But we'll go in there, we'll have a chat to everyone, and then we'll kind of, you know, sit down, maybe have a glass of water and explain the process. Like, hey, cool, we're going to get you guys in some nice light. You know, it's all about just moments. You can have some drinks. We won't force much on you. And then if we get five minutes, we might do a couple of portraits with you. And this is talking about prep and stuff. But at each stage throughout the day, we explain that obviously not the ceremony, but we explain the process going forward. We never expect couples to just walk into the next kind of series and know exactly what to do. And you see their demeanor. As soon as you start explaining, they start listening and you become like a person of confidence for them. So that's one thing. Another thing, especially after um, the Tasmanian workshop that we hosted a few months back is we spoke about don't default everything. So again, early on when I was starting, I would walk straight into a scene, boom, dress up in the window, shoes down, flat lay, cards, flowers. Now, when we go in, we question things. So we don't just walk in and expect, hey, this has got to be this way because everyone else does it. So we question things. We don't walk in with the default mentality like, hey, this is exactly how I need to document this day. This is exactly what they want. We'll say, would you guys like a photo of your details? If not, all good. Would you like a photo of your dress? If not, all good. We found 50% of couples probably right now are saying, you know, nah, it's all good. And it allows us to document the story more or human story, I should say, because sometimes these things are important, but not for everyone. Also with defaulting is especially like during the portraits. Obviously, this is a time where couples can really show their uncomfortability. And through portraits, I think there's this thing of like, 
you know, setting the scene. So when we put some music on, we'll step right back. We'll obviously have explained what we're going to do, but it's really about reading their body language. Of course, we give a little bit of direction here and there, but the biggest thing we don't direct is connection. And when I say connection, I mean, we're not forcing couples to kiss 150 times. Our style is not saying cheesy things like, pretend you're the cookie monster and chew each other's ears and nibble each other's noses. It's just not our style. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but we don't walk in with a default, like this joke's going to work for every couple. Like we'll try and read the scene. If they're a little bit quieter, we might give a little more direction. If they're talking a little bit, we might slow it down and try and get them to calm down on their communication. But again, just not walking in with a default, expecting that it's just going to be like a run of the mill. Other thing is like being there, like you are hired as a photographer. And many, many times when I first started, I'd force myself to keep the camera up in my eye. And this is especially important at things like prep and ceremony and canopies. I would constantly not get conversation with other vendors because I would see photos that I'm missing. And a lot of the time I just had to break that communication, walk over and bang, take a photo. So I forced myself to keep the camera up to my eye when there were scenarios that many moving parts were happening. So I could be there in the story, knowing that I was putting the most effort possibly in and not being lazy, sitting there with a beer and chilling out for an hour. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that, but if you do that, be vigilant of your surroundings and you'll probably notice that you are missing plenty of moments and you're probably just capturing default moments. So again, going back to another tip here is entering the scene right. So when you enter the scene, do you have that camera right up on your eye or do you enter calmly a little earlier? You know, maybe with some coffees for everyone, like that'd be amazing. Trust me, this is going to totally change what happens in that afternoon over sunset. Also going back to understanding them as humans, like I know me and Michelle, my partner, like we're not kissy cuddlies. And if a photographer came in and just started forcing that, I would proper buckle. Like I wouldn't want to be there anymore. I'm more than happy to go with some direction. But a photographer was just like kiss and kiss and do this and do that. I'd just be like, dude, I understand. I have to like, you know, I have to take a bit of direction. But man, this you couldn't make this more uncomfortable for us. If you understood us, you would give us some space, give us a little bit of direction and understand that we're not public affectionate people. So, you know, I think that's a big thing. Understand them and just reading their body language correctly. Now, next one is like, don't over force things. If it doesn't look right, you know, move on. This is especially important, obviously, during portraits. I find that sometimes, you know, photographers and videographers will force something into a, onto a couple force a joke or force a pose or force some direction and you can totally see their mentality change. And and generally they can't come back from it. Like for us, it's all about flow. We always say, consider us like videographers, just keep moving slowly, keep the communication really quiet, but just keep flowing. So this allows them their mind to kind of stay active with their movements. It's a big thing to think about. Now, Another one here to get couples to feel comfortable is less time, but better light. Like depending on how you like photographing, for us, we love photographing around sunset and it's probably the majority of wedding photographers. But for example, if sunset's at 5.45 and we know we're not in a valley or a waterfall area where you don't get light, if sunset's at 5.45, we're probably just going to take the couple at about 5.15, 5.20 
and have about a half an hour with them. And that's a bit of walking and drinking and a little bit of direction on sunset, then a bit of connection photos after, you know, after that light's kind of dipped down. Now, telling couples, hey guys, we only need you for 30 minutes and actually following through with that, you can see again their demeanor go, oh, what? Again, this is not for everyone. I know some photographers that spend two hours and that's not bad. That's just the way they like processing. For us, it's like we really emphasize on just creating a, an, an incredible experience and the photos will come. We, we believe that the experience is more important than the photos. So I hope you like those tips there. Obviously, there are many variations of how to get couples comfortable in front of the camera. And you know, sometimes you can do all of those tips that we just shared then and still have a couple that are uncomfortable. And sometimes you just got to walk away from it and say, I did everything I can and how can I learn or do better from there? And and 100% I've had those couples before and just reflecting on that saying, what could I have done better? Like, could I have handled it better from the start of making the booking to right through to what we just witnessed there? But very rarely that happens now because we're in touch very personally throughout all the booking stages. Obviously, having a team behind me allows me to also, um, yeah, really understand the couple's story and about them and really focus on the thing that I, I enjoy the most, which is photography. So um, yeah, I hope you like this episode, guys. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Stay tuned. We've got something special coming and uh, the new website is actually getting built. It was Escaping the Ordinary podcast. And uh, now we've got Square Moose, the incredible Squarespace custom developers, designers, creators, finalizing a full custom website for us, which is going to hold the e-course, a few special courses that are yet to be released, and uh, all the podcasts and blog goodies. So stay tuned for that. We'll be sharing that. And um, yeah, guys, stay safe through COVID. Thanks for tuning in. And I can't wait to share next week's episode.